0: The Small Business Show, episode number 97 for Wednesday, December 14th, 2016. And welcome to the Small Business Show here at BusinessShow.co, the show by, for, and about, guess what, small business owners here <laughs> in Durham, New Hampshire.
1: I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Concord, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. yeah we're, we're on the home stretch here. A couple more, well, actually, yeah, a couple more weeks, right?
0: Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the thing is, we're going to CES because we cover, there's enough stuff at CES for Mac Observer and Gab to cover, so... It's always like there's the home stretch of Christmas and that week between Christmas and New Year's, which this year is the week between Christmas and the day I leave for CES, which is January 2nd, is always sort of a weird thing. But but because because there's there's lots happening right after that. But nobody's really around that week between Christmas and New Year's.
1: That's right. Yeah. Including me. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like it's a I, I I always caution the the team guys don't. That week will be a dead week. But if you wait until then to plan things, it won't happen because there's no one to plan with. Right. So you have to get all your planning done. I always set December 15th, which is tomorrow as like the drop dead day. If I don't have everything I need by December 15th, it's a risk because that's when people start kind of disappearing.
1: Yeah, know. as you get closer to yeah. you know the twenty to to Christmas and you know uh, families start doing things, kids start coming home from college, and right. uh, people people start getting ready to to bug out. So, yeah, the uh, distraction yeah. kicks in yeah. big time. Yeah, and people yeah.
0: say, "Well, I can ignore them," and then in a couple of weeks it's Christmas, and or a week it's Christmas, and then i and then I have an excuse, right? So yeah, yeah, right. I always say December fifteenth that's the cutoff. But then that week between Christmas New and New Year's is actually pretty good because I can. That's where I sort of prep my my technical life and not just technology but how I'm going to pack what I'm going to bring the logistics sure. of the whole thing that I can totally punt off until that week because I know there's nothing that's going to get in my way yeah. <laughs>
1: you know Yeah that, that's good yeah. I like it So yeah, yeah you good. learn these things So so yeah, yes we're in
0: the home stretch ish kind of me. yeah kind yes, of kind of, of
1: yeah, yeah. yeah based on the calendar only so speaking uh, yeah, of so, trade shows
0: yes. conferences um there was an interesting post that came up today and and this is not 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 our dirty laundry but it's definitely an airing of the dirty laundry of a different show a show a conference that was called uh, blog world expo initially and then changed its name throughout the course of time to new media expo it, it was it, it, it acquired a show called New Media Expo, then it was called Blog World and New Media Expo, and then it was just New Media Expo um, again. That's right. I remember that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I was I, I paid very close attention to this. I went to many of these shows. Um, I went to the New Media Expos long before they were affiliated with Blog World uh, when they were out in Ontario, California, and they were the podcast expo. And yeah. it was a great show. It was a re, it was, you know, like the first year of podcasting. Somebody put this show together. It was great. Um, Deb Ing, Deborah Ng, who was the uh, I, I think uh, I'm trying to think of what her job was. She was conference director starting in 2010 for. Uh, right after they acquired New Media Expo, so it was Blog World and New Media Expo. She was hired on board by the conferences' organizers, which were uh, Rick Calvert and Dave Sinken. And I know these guys and consider them friends. We've had both of them on Mac Geek Gab years ago, um, and and I I uh, went to I didn't go to every Blog World, but I went to lots of them, especially once I got podcasting involved. And they they are people whose hearts are in absolutely the right places. And I think I think Dave Sinkin split off from that organization a while back i, I but certainly in, in initially it was him and, and rick calvert that, that put it all together but rick really really was sort of the public face if if one person if somebody thought that there was a single founder of this thing it was it was definitely rick that everybody would would have um, assumed a very personable very good guy um, right that show fizzled out though um, it 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 went through kind of a weird path and deborah Details some of this in her post. It uh, it stood on its own for a little while, and then it partnered up with uh, NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters show, or North American Broadcasters. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. NAB is what mm-hmm. I always called it. So it yeah. happened in Vegas, sort of pa- parallel to NAB. It was it was in it, they worked together on it, but it was weird because there were NAB sessions that were at the same time as New Media Expo sessions, and so it was it was sort of a weird fit. But at the same time, it also did fit because so much of broadcast is, uh, you know, podcasting and broadcasting and blogging and all of that are, you know, a means to reach people with content. Right. Um, But things got weird. Uh, Deb and Deb detailed all of it in her
1: post. And, yeah, she posted up on on media, On Medium, right? yeah, and, uh, we'll link that in the show notes. It's it's a it's a good read. I mean, it's not a. Uh, I mean, you could tell she really struggled to, uh, whether to post this up there or not, and uh, it's it's definitely uh, her follow up stuff is is definitely good to.
0: Yeah, read. it it and so she tells the story of sort of the demise of New Media Expo or NMX as it was called. Um, which, which is good to hear because there were many people, myself included that didn't quite know what happened. Um, but in telling this story, she pulled no punches and, and obviously told it from her perspective. Um, and, and, and there might be people out there that disagree with her or have a other color to add. But, uh, but basically what happened to the show is the CEO, uh, Rick Calvert, as it, as it turns out, uh, In Deb's eyes, and as Deb paints the picture, totally detached from the business, ignored people, stopped paying bills, stopped uh, essentially holding up the his end of the responsibilities of of running a business and had some excuses and reasons for this along the way. And she details them all. That's the dirty laundry part. But it's but as I read this, I thought, man, as a small business owner, I mean, there's there's two sides to this, right? There's. There's the side of uh, as the small business owner, you have to stay up on top of uh, what what's required of your business and what your employees and your customers and your vendors require. And and as Deb tells the story, and I believe she might not be inaccurate, uh, Rick ignored his employees, didn't pay them, ignored right. his contractors and didn't pay them and didn't make good on promises to customers specifically with regard to what they call this VIP pass or something. Right. Where, that's right. Yeah. Where they had content uh, from the conferences that they would then deliver to you after the fact that never happened or it happened like years late, I think. Right. Uh, if and and she
1: really, in a nutshell posted, well, obviously just to, to share the story, but, but uh, she says there, you know, I'm posting this, I'm still owed money. 30 months later or 18 months later, this kind of thing, Um, which, you know, uh, from a a business owner, you, you can't, you just can't do that. And if you do owe people money, you have to communicate with them and, and deal with it, you know, so where they know what's going on to avoid just this kind of thing. That's the key. Um, Yeah. yeah. And
0: that, and it's, and that was what really kind of resonated with me. And I I do want to, I'm going to sort of punt off the conversation uh to to the second half of this show i I want to talk about the the flip side of this but um but yeah you you know it it sounds like he just didn't communicate with her, yeah
1: yeah over and over the the examples that she shows and even his responses up there you just see that, and you can't no matter what if, if you can't handle it, then you need to delegate it to somebody that can. Uh, and we've all been there where things don't quite go the way you think they are. And <laughs> do, do they ever? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have any money, you right? know? Or, and, and so you, if you, especially if you can't reach in your own pocket and, and, uh, offset some things for the, your, your business or businesses, y- you have to talk to people. And, and if you're, if you're transparent and honest and you continually keep the lines of communication open, you're going to have a much better time. Uh, And and those people will respect that. It's when you're in the dark and they don't know what's going on, that's when they think the worst, and that's when things come to a head like this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We, it, you know, in any business and if you haven't been there yet, you will be right. But wins always. And when I say wins, I mean, you know, good, good things that happen that could be cash flow that, you know, cash flow certainly is a good thing. Uh yeah. it, You know, a big sale, those kinds of things that can smooth over a lot of problems. Right. Sure. Uh Including foundational, fundamental problems with your business. If you've got money coming in, despite the fact that you're not running it properly. You're still gonna be okay. Um, and 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 oftentimes that's how businesses get started, right? It's certainly true of me. Yeah, me too. You know, I would kind say of that, yes. kind of got going, got lucky early on in that, you know, maybe we prioritized the right things or maybe we literally just got lucky, right? But it was enough to like kickstart some momentum and then, you know, you're going to run into a wall at, at, of some kind at some point. And that's when you need to not just rely on luck. And hopefully by then you've you put some of the right things in place. But if you haven't, honesty, transparency, like you said, Shannon, and then just buckling down and, and working to fix these problems and coming up with a realistic solution. I've seen businesses fail on apologies. Right. Yeah, when someone's heart right. is in the right place, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. Yeah, yeah. But but someone's saying, yeah. yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I, you know, like and, and I, I mean, I, I've seen this with em- employees that I've had to let go. Right. If somebody shows up late, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. Fine. Yeah. You're. I, I believe that. You know, now the 20th time you tell me I'm sorry, I believe that you're sorry but I also believe that that now has become a habit for you.
1: Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, you, you know, there's no, it, it, well, in that case, there's no repercussions. Hmm. Uh, and unless there's a repercussion, you know, sometimes they don't, they're not going to get motivated in the, in the, in the case of this, uh, you know, this situation or you're, you know, any one of us gets in a situation where you can't pay somebody. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways to, uh, to come up with alternative solutions, and that's really if if you really truly don't have the money. Now it's one thing if you have the money and you just won't pay pay someone. That that's that's a different that's another show. Um, <laughs> but if if you are really being transparent to the point where you 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 know you're telling them, hey, look, you know I I want to do this. I have I made a mistake. I failed here. Um, Let's get together and talk and let's come up with some alternative ways to compensate you. You just don't know what it may be. You may be able to introduce someone to someone to help their business in some other way. Um, You know, whether that's a supplier or a new client. I mean, people, if you talk with them and really are transparent, you'd be surprised at how much empathy you can actually get when you screw up. Yeah. But you have uh, and, to be careful how frequently you play that oh, you, card. Oh, you can't do it frequently. <laughs> no. You, you yeah, that's right. You could maybe do it once, you know, uh, with a group or a person or a company. And they may never want to do business with you again, regardless. Yeah. The se- Right. That's right. But right. certainly
0: the second time. Oh, I mean, yeah, to me, you, that's no a warning right. sign. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah Even yeah, the yeah, first time yeah. it's like, OK, short leash time.
1: Yeah. The right? first time. Yeah. You're going to go through. OK, let's work this out because, you know, if um, like. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with a supplier right now that, that shorted a big shipment to us and I'm really gauging how they're reacting to this situation to where, you know, I really want to do more business with them, but if they don't react in a, in a timely manner and what I consider transparent and authentic manner, I'm, th- you know, they're going to lose me as a customer. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same kind of thing with you, whether you're dealing with an employee or whether, you know, not paying your employees, To me, is the could possibly be the number one worst thing you can do as a small business or any size business owner. Yeah, because these people are relying on you for everything, right? And and often waiting for Friday to get that check. And you know that is why we many of us as small business owners pay ourselves last. I mean, they always say pay yourself first, but once you have employees, man if you're short, you, you can't short them. You, you know, they're the lifeblood here and they're right. the people that are depending on you. So you have to get them. So it really strikes a chord when I read her, you know, her article about not getting paid and it's just unacceptable. You know, it's, it, it's just,
0: crazy. Yeah. It, but, I yeah. mean, it.
1: I get how a business could get there. It The,
0: sure. the problem is the lack of communication and, and just you can't I mean, yeah. if there's a lesson to be learned from this and, and hopefully Rick learns this lesson too, right? I mean, it, it's just that you, you have to face the, the bad times head on, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I always say, uh, you know, to kind of bring it around to, to what we talk about here, uh, I always say that's part of, of leading the charmed life because people always ask me, they're like, well, you know, you, you, you're fortunate. And of course I'm fortunate. Yes. Uh, that goes without saying, right? Right. <laughs> However, True. I always say the key to leading a charmed life is you got to let the good stuff in because you also have to let the bad stuff in. You can't just like put up a shield yeah. and the, the bad stuff. The only thing that stays on the other side of the shield is the good stuff, right? Because the bad stuff's going to get in. So you might as yep. well just embrace that and get the shield out of the way because the good stuff won't be blocked then. And it just happens. And sometimes a great thing will happen. Don't stop and ask why. Why? Unless it's to repeat that good thing from you know again, sure. right? But otherwise, just le- I've seen people that yeah. you know that fear of failure is very much married to the fear of success, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know because it's a fear of change is is yeah, what it's, the that, other,
1: it's the other side of the same coin, right? It, it is, um, yeah. 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 And I, and Which I think it's funny the, when, when I say it's a fear of change and you mentioned crime, yeah, just no it no in, there, pun right? intended, that's, that's pretty fine. good. That's I <laughs> plan that. Um, you know, the, the other part of it is, you know, we talk about uh, on the show a lot about creating your own reality being, v- and I'm a super positive, optimistic person, but you also have to be able to uh, re uh, you know, when during that point of creating your own reality, if things aren't going, if you can't create it and stuff is happening, well, you have to really stop. And like you say, you have to let that bad news or whatever it is, and you have to be able to look at it and go, okay, but this is not working. We are not succeeding here. And it, I do think it, that is a small business owner's dilemma. Um, yeah. Cause it's, oh, you have to ride that, that carefully. Yeah. 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 and, you you know you can look at things a certain way oh it's going to turn around once we get this once we hit this and you know i've done it myself and often that alone can pull everything along right your 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 own belief in your own myth if you will but at the same time the 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 dark side of that if you really don't see it or don't take advice from someone else who sees it, that can be bad. And it sounds like this may have happened in this yeah. case where, yeah. you know, he did, wasn't generating the kind of revenue or over committing and paying for things or that. And then at the end of the day, not having the funds to pay things and and then not wanting to deal with it. You know, when I was in college, the first job I got in the Mac business was a great guy, but, One of the things that would happen is this was before I knew anything about what cash flow even was, and this guy would get sick on payday, over and over and over. And as a young, you know, college kid, I was like, God, that's just really weird. You know, why? I don't understand what happened. Well, now I totally understand. You know, he's the night before going, oh no, how can I owe these guys, these young kids, this money, and how can I don't have it when they're billing? it and now i could tell him why he didn't have it you know and you go go open the inventory racks up and this is why you don't have it and you got this machine and your customer hasn't paid you and this and it's all about cash flow right um but as a young person i was just like hey I, I, what do you mean i can't get paid you know um so it's, uh, yeah. it's i saw the money come in i yeah. saw it that's right it's yeah. what happened to it you know and, and now yeah. from the other perspective you know you know oh well you, you got to set that aside because these people are going to have to get paid on Thursday and yep. whether you're here or not, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, direct is, deposit
0: honestly was one of the yeah. best things that ever happened to me because uh, you, you know, you have to have payroll in three days ahead of payday. That's right. That's right. And that meant for whatever reason to me, that made it that I had to have payroll in like a week and a half ahead of payday. And I'll tell you, man, It like it hasn't been an issue since, and I certainly ran into that scenario more than once, where it was like, okay, uh, how can I make sure these people get paid tomorrow? Like, you know, you're thinking of it the day before. It's like, no, no, because I guess I guess the reason direct deposit uh, fixed that for me was because it's unforgiving, right? If I if it's Thursday and I'm just going to write you a check on Friday, I can write you a check on Friday. And I can write, you know, let's say I owe 10 people a thousand dollars each. Right. But I'm only got five grand in the bank so I can write those those 10 checks for a thousand bucks. And I know that I got all weekend to figure out how to get that money in the account in time. Somebody might go cash their check that day. But if I know my employees, you know, I can say, well, that person's just going to deposit it. So I've got a little time. Right. You can play that game with the bank. You can't play that game. Uh, no, because they no, take no, no. the money yeah. and then they send. Well, they don't take it, but they won't cut the checks if, if the money's not there. So uh, so it really helped fix that. And it's obviously not something that I would want to if, it, if direct deposit went away, I wouldn't change anything about what I do. But yes, you know, but it was one of those things where it was like, oh, yeah, that that in retrospect. Now, I realize that that fixed an early problem that we had because there's the temptation to, well, it's Monday Um I really want to spend this money to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For and sure. I've got the time, you know, until Friday so I can do it. Whereas as soon as it was, well, no, the money has to be there by Wednesday, you know, and, and you yeah. can't, you don't even have an extra minute to fudge that. Okay. Well, then yes. on Monday, I'm not going to spend it.
1: You, you yeah. know, and that's no, it's good. It's a it's a very good planning uh, tool and uh, requires you to be disciplined. Yeah. It, it just uh, added discipline. Yeah.
0: yeah so I want yeah. to I want to speak to the flip side of this, though, because there were two kind of parallel thoughts happening for me as I read Deb's piece. One was exactly what we just talked about. The other was look at this world that we live in, right, where there is, you know, uh, you're a small business owner. And your employees have an audience. Mm. And oftentimes that audience intersects almost directly with the people that you are doing business with. So instead of just having a and and disgruntled might be the wrong word for this particular scenario, although I don't think I don't think it is. But I'm I'm sort of abstracting it here. You know, it, it used to be that if you had an employee that wasn't happy Uh, And you and you screwed them. And I'm not advocating for any of this. But if it happened and even if the employee was wrong in his or her interpretation, uh, they might go complain to their friends, their spouse, whatever, and threaten to I'm going to tell everybody. But the reality is it's very hard or it was very hard for someone to tell everybody yeah, yeah, what kind of they didn't have the platform. Yeah, what do you how, what do yeah. you mean you're going to tell everybody you're out of a job? Yeah. How are you you know, like how are you going to find the time to do that? Well, these days that's not the case. Any yeah. any idiot can start a podcast. We
1: proved that's that. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's but right. but
0: really, I mean with things, you know, she posted this to Medium, which is a site that people visit even if they don't know why they're going there and medium's also very good at keeping you there so when you read one piece it, it you know it says you might also like this other one and so now or or facebook right i mean i think facebook's arguably a better platform than medium although for these kind of pieces medium actually has really carved out a nice niche for themselves but regardless yeah. of the platform it exists and everyone is on it yeah. so you, you know you you screw up and and push somebody too far this not only can happen, it will, because it doesn't take very long for someone to write a, uh, a, you know, an assessment of you and your business
1: practices. Yeah. It's like your own, you know, we, we've talked here, uh, before uh, extensively about, you know, customer reviews and that yeah. kind of thing posted online. And, um, this is really, you know, your employees, uh, You know, giving, reviewing this situation, what happened and how they were treated and uh, uh, sharing it with the world. Right. Yeah. And oftentimes your employees
0: have the same voice that you do, especially, I mean, you know, this is sort of this blog world expo and NMX is a, a special scenario. I mean, this was all about people. (laughs) <laughs> you yes. know, connecting oh, yeah, with f- other
1: people. Yeah. Yeah. So she's written a blog post about it. It's perfect, right? Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, right. It's like yeah, it's full
0: yeah. circle now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and 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 she had this prior, but but it, during her employ at Blog World Expo, of course, she was put in touch with and and eventually revered by. All of these uh, these people. So it's, an you know, that side of it was very interesting to me. Like, you know, and and I'm I'm in the same position. If I were to screw, you know, John Martellero tomorrow and and do something to him where he, you know, was furious with me and rightfully so. uh, I mean, I've I've like he has had our platform for, you know, over a decade. So. He has an audience that is my yeah. audience. I mean, there's no difference there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's challenging, and you know, um, and but I come back to, and you know, not to bust this guy's chops. I, I don't know who he is, mm. you know, too much, but it's it's really not that difficult to avoid this type of situation. No. Um things can go nothing, bad and they don't yes, have to get this far. Right? You got it. Even owing people money, if you are super transparent and you know, I've been in a situation with the business before um where we had to throw the books open to really convince uh this other party that, hey, we don't have the money. I'm not saying we're not going to pay you. And and I've always said that. We know I I will find a way to get you paid. Right. Um, but at right now I can't, and, and this was, you know, decade ago, but uh, you, with a situation we were involved in and we said, like, well, look, we're really transparent. You want to see our books? Here you go, you know, and go meet with our accountant. He'll tell you exactly what's going on. You can see our bank statements. And and it really went a long way to convince him. Oh, these guys are not just stringing us along. They're having some trouble. And we eventually paid these guys off and they were very turn out in the end to be a great partner for us yeah. because we didn't let it all go to hell. And even though we owed them tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, I, I don't even remember the amounts back then, but we paid them off slowly, but surely, yeah. but as things got better, uh, which they inevitably do, We paid them more and we we made uh, made things right in the long run. And at the end, when it was all done, you know, we had a great relationship with them because we had come through. So it's actually, you know, it really can be an opportunity if you change, if you flip it. Uh, Well, we talked about that, that right? I mean, that's, that's the,
0: the, yeah, bad signs or bad times can be an opportunity both ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Because these guys had no idea because at the time with this company that I was involved in, we were very good at, uh, uh, spinning our perce- the perception of everybody on the outside a certain way, which was our marketing plan, right? Mm-hmm. And it worked, and everybody thought a certain things certain way. So these guys, you know, this this company was like, "There's no way you guys don't have any money because look, look at all this great pre this right." That and was like, right. "Well, no let me let me tell you, let yeah, me this, show you how we got that far." Yeah, let right. me show you, and we've we've you know we we got overextended and but, you know we're not telling you we're not going to pay you, but this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to come up plan. It's almost like the IRS, you know, we had that IRS show, yeah. uh, in talking, you can owe them a ton of money. And as long as you're honest and transparent, they and, work and it and out communicative, communicative, that, that is the problem. And it's the exact opposite of what, you, especially me, when that stuff happens, I don't want to talk to anybody. I feel, I feel ashamed. I feel embarrassed. I feel like I failed. And, you know, it goes against my whole mantra of, you know, positive things and I'm an optimist and I make my own reality and succeed. So when it all goes to hell, you really have to force yourself to go, I got to call this person. I got it. Yeah. This is not going
0: to be fun. Yeah. 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 You eat the meal of crow. You make it,
1: you know, right. right. It's, it's a one course meal and, uh, and you eat it all at once. Yeah. And you can't like, you know, to your point, you can't do it over and over again. No, certainly, you know, when you screw up and make a mistake, that's the first thing you need to tell these people that have relied on you for something. Hopefully it's not your employees because you, your business will just not be around very long. Yeah. But if it's a supplier, uh, you know, whoever, and a government agency, you need to talk and say, I made a mistake. I'm willing to get this figured out. Can we sit down and work out a, a plan here to make it, to make it right. And nine times out of 10, those people will be so happy to hear from you and that you're taking responsibility for it. They'll bend over backwards to make it right. They or to make it work. They, they will, you know, so that's my yeah. experience of it. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yep. Yeah, it happens. That's, it it happens. does. It does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So take a look at the, uh, you know, we'll, we'll link this article. We'd love to get your feedback, um, you know, feedback at business co. or you can come up and uh, we'll post it up in our small business show support group on Facebook and love to get a dialogue going up there. See what you think. think yeah. If we're completely, completely wrong. Tell us. We're not going to believe it anyway. So, you know, <laughs> no, we'll, <laughs> but, uh, we'll respectfully yeah. talk with you. Yeah, we would love to talk with you. about That's it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. good stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's just it's an, in, you know. I, at, at the same time as me being, uh, you know, feeling like, like Deb was totally justified in doing what she did as a business owner, it's like, man, I need to make sure I never get into a position where that happens.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and I think, it might you know, uh, you got to know there's even more backstory on everything uh, she tried before, is, you know, right? Course. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah and, so. I
0: mean, I you know, I think we were talking about a little bit before show. I, I actually... I, I knew these guys. They wanted me to run their podcasting uh, segment, and I just had too much going on, and I had to, you know, beg off of it. And, and I guess, some people yeah. might say right now, "Oh, you know, good, thank goodness you didn't." And I, I would say, eh, no, You never know. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't look at it that way necessarily. I mean, you know, I, it's opportunity cost, and and it certainly cost me an opportunity. Maybe it would have worked out differently. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, you uh, you told them where to find us, so I think that's all we have to say. Thanks for listening, it. folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, let that charm life in.